welcome to another episode of Block Talk, presented by Theater the Now. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. Did you know there is an easy way to help support the podcast and keep the show going? Buy Me A Coffee is an incredible new platform where you, the loyal Block Talk audience, can say thank you for your favorite host. All you have to do is show support with a few taps by leaving a little tip that's just like buying me a cup of coffee. And the great thing is you don't even need to create an account. Visit buymeacoffee.com slash blocktalk and keep blocktalk going strong like a cup of coffee. And as always, follow me on Instagram at michaelblocktalk, on Twitter at blocktalknyc, and visit theaterthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. The fandom is revolting after another shocking elimination, but really there's only one person to blame, and that's Naomi Smalls, but more on that later. It's time to talk about the latest episode of Drag Race UK vs. The World, where the real winner of the week was the Venga Boys. Joining me on this musical episode are two Broadway-loving divas, Marsha, 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 and Hanukkah Lewinsky. Hello! Hi! Hi. Yes, I made a lot of claims in that introduction. I have a lot of feelings, I have a lot of thoughts. I think we all have feelings about this last episode. It was an Absolutely. episode for sure. I, I would say, I, I, I've said this publicly, it may be the worst episode of RuPaul's Drag Race I've ever seen in my life. Listen, I beg to disagree, but uh, I'm here to be the Paula to your Simon. Mm-hmm. Heavy Randy instead? Sure. <laughs> wow. You know Three what? You episodes. know what? You, yeah, you're Cara Oh, amazing. Three episodes in, um, every episode, someone somewhere is not happy. It's, it's inevitable, but there is a reason why we changed the all-star rules after season four. I'm just saying. Just saying. So if people are pissed, blame Rue. It's no one else to blame. And Naomi people. Smalls, but we're, we'll discuss what she, her in, involvement. Um, someone posted a video on YouTube. Life's not fair. um they they did the side by side of this elimination and um manila's and uh, very very similar very similar so three episodes in are we enjoying the season or are were we just super hyped for a big letdown Uh, i'm gonna say a little of both for me yeah me as well there's a queen on this show i will talk about later who i have never been bag of fan of uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, later uh-huh, uh-huh. and i and i'm mad that she's still there but it's fine it's tv that's fair that's fair marcia i was just so excited for this grouping of people um i love lemon and i love, I love lemon <laughs> so it's it's at this and especially when and we talked about this before michael that like in recent years, you can kind of see the the producer's fingers a little bit more. Um, I yeah, I was just really, really not literally fingers. <laughs> there aren't no, no, no. Everything is it's random. It's random. It's natural. And it's all. They, it's the yeah. natural progression. Yeah, I feel like in the past that really was not the case. It was actually unfolding in a pretty natural way. But this time, like, I don't like. <sighs> I feel like Jimbo was in 
50 percent of the of the last episodes so it's like why are we doing this why is yeah it's it's interesting it's really interesting because we have to remember that this is technically produced by the bbc and the bbc does have rules about reality tv where you cannot influence what happens so this is all happening naturally yeah um it's like for reality tv you can't like produce or like steer a story um that's why the past three seasons of uh, uk have felt so much more natural than the u.s show and people have really clicked with it this for some reason this is not feeling the same way and i think it's just because of all star rules are in effect and there are so many fan favorites in a cast of nine i think everybody loves one person individually so you're gonna lose your favorite every single week Famously, only one person can win. So it is, yeah, or 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 two, or two, or two. or two. Again, I've, I'll definitely bring that up later. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's been a really interesting season, and I don't know, something feels off. Something feels very off, and it's not just the eliminations. It just feels like they're all drained. Yeah. Well, the only drag news of the week I want to reveal is um, regarding UK versus the world, where uh, Miss Alona Burley decided to reveal some tea this week um, and reveal that, yes, the Queens did get a $10,000 stipend. Um, That's great. mm -hmm. Yes. I have known this for a little bit. Afterwards or before? I've heard rumors that it was before, so it was to help with looks. I don't know how true that is. Um, I'll, I'll have to, we'll have to find out eventually. But a lot of early uh, spoiled that one. She went on a tangent again, uh, so it's out in the ether. It's it's out there. If people people can, can can go find it. Let's dive into this episode. Shaz has left the building. Jujubee is relieved that Janie saved her, even though her heart sinks that Cheryl is gone, and she really wanted to be there. Blue has lost her best friend, but she knows that Cheryl did the worst in the challenge, and that's the bottom of the line. Is it? <laughs> With the mediocre queen gone, it's time to get down to the real business. After Juju thanks Janie for keeping her, all eyes turn to Jimbo to see who she chose. Jimbo goes right into her fake titties to reveal food. Ha 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 Oh, Jimbo. You know how to make everyone laugh. Okay, now seriously. Who did you pick, girl? Jimbo reveals she picked Juju B by accident, and you could tell the amount of tension in that room um how would you react if you knew you had to reveal this to the rest of the room i'd be honest Mm -hmm. it's a game we're on a tv show it's a game you're gonna take out who you think is gonna get you Mm -hmm. yeah and if if someone gets upset you just flip it into a compliment right Janet asks why, and Jimbo says that Juju is a really good singer, so she clearly wasn't watching the Queen of the Universe. But Jimbo wants to be the one to sing with Rue. Great deflection. Great deflection going on here. Great joke, too. I was really about it. (laughs) She's asking, she's asked, is that the only reason? She says yes. Jimbo says the devil side got her last minute and told her it would be more fun to pick Juju B. I mean, let's be honest. Who would you have chosen? Who would you have given the chop to, Juju B or Cheryl? Okay, Cheryl. 
I think I would say Juju B purely for the reasoning that she has she's had her exposure mm-hmm. and Cheryl really had something to prove this time around. Yeah. And I can see Cheryl going uh, I don't know. But I, I could see her um uh excelling more than she has in her past seasons and that's mm-hmm. what I was excited to see with Cheryl I was excited to see her growth so the fact that we couldn't get to see that is a little sad for me I agree Here's I mean, what I'm gonna say yeah go ahead. I'm playing a game I'm playing a game and I'm getting two weeks I love Jujubee I've been a Jujubee stand since her season Boston Queen I'm from Boston listen if I'm playing the game I'm seeing what Cheryl has in her closet I'm seeing what Juju B has in her closet. If I see those two, I'm going to take out the one who I think is going to beat me, not the one who I think I'll walk circles around on the runway. Mm-hmm. You that know? Like That's Cheryl, fair. I'm sure, packed a very impressive wardrobe and the talent is there. Juju B, the talent is also very much there, but clearly Juju B said, I'm not winning any money if I win this. So I'm not going to spend enough money because, just to do a song with Rue. And I'd say, great, I'll, I'll let you stay. So then I'll look better. Game. It's a game within a game. It, it is true. Well, Juju is feeling some sort of way as she says that, they're, that they sat there talking about Juju later on saving Jimbo and she felt it was an agreement. That's off the table. And Jimbo's like, no, it's not off the table. And like Pandrana's like, I don't understand that at all. As Pandrana says, she formed the alliance herself and then backstabbed the person with a giant machete. That's some shady shit. I mean, the reality is, I mean, Mo says that Jimbo broke the alliance. Juju reminds her that she brought it up. Jimbo reveals that she said it to Cheryl too. Now listen, if we're playing Survivor, that's how you play the actual game. This isn't Survivor. In the words of Alyssa Edwards, Coco was the one backstabbing me behind my back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mo says that Jimbo is the bitch to watch, and now they all know. Listen, if this is strange and shocking, let's all remember that playing the, this kind of uh, get-the-best-game is nothing new after that tall, leggy queen named Naomi Smalls wrongly eliminated Manila Luzon, and who was the true winner of Season 4 All-Stars. Um, so if we have feelings, it all was because of Naomi Smalls. She did this. I'm a Naomi stan since day one. Since literally day one, she can do no wrong in my eye. And how iconic is that? She like shifted right. the trajectory of how the game can be played. Although yeah, it's I, everything because they change I, it for season five. <laughs> I, I I don't. I agree with what you're saying though. Like it's a little frustrating because as an audience, from an audience perspective, I don't want to see the queens that are like lacking certain skills in the competition longer. I want to see like the most talented people show their full spectrum of ability because it's more entertaining for me as like a drag lover and audience viewer. Absolutely. And I I think it would have been interesting um, if they all had voted and it was uh, the new all-star rules to see how things would have played out. Mm-hmm. Um, because maybe I think after that first episode, things would have been different too. I was gonna say, I was gonna say, Absolutely. if that was the case, it would be a very different season. If it was the other way around, I think our girl Lemon would be in the top. Uh, last week, this week, next week, the week after. 
I hope they bring her back. I hope they they bring Jimbo back in some way. Hey, I mean, if the rumors of Canada versus the world are next, it's possible. Oh. Oh, yeah, that's the new rumor. Well, listen, as the child of two Canadians, I will happily, happily be a part of it. Well, I mean, and again, the rumor still is that Brooklyn Heights will be hosting, so. Cheers. I'm walking back to Montreal as we speak. Susan <laughs> B is clearly hurt, and while she tries to talk seriously with Jimbo, tries to be silly and joking because she's clearly very uncomfortable, all bets are off now that she can't trust Jimbo. All the queens are going to be wary of Jimbo, although her alliance with Baga is clearly the only real one, Team Bimbo. Competition's really started now, and it's all thanks to Jimbo. I like when they say the competition is starting as if they haven't already filmed two literal episodes. It's the sound bites. They need those sound bites. <laughs> well, who, once knows again, was, who knows when that was recorded? <laughs> exactly. Right, right. Once again, the queens try to launch their song, UK vs. the World. This is not a teaser for the final song, right? Like when they walked into that workroom, that's not what they're like practicing, what they're going to be singing with through, right? Please tell me that's not it. I hope not. We'll see. Listen, I am still traumatized that when Grad Queen opened her mouth and sang her winning song, it turned out to be the Queen of the Universe theme song. Wait, what? Yeah. That she sang the Queen of the Universe theme song. That was her winning song. Oh. Yeah. It's available on iTunes. Available on iTunes. Sure is. I don't have iTunes. I don't. All right, Janie has gone from the bottom to the top. She's a winner and wearing that gold Rupeter badge with pride. Blue reminds us again that Janie went from the bottom to the top, but adds that if that was her going from the bottom to the top, she'd be having a good Saturday night. Listen, blonde little twink, call me. We could have a great Saturday night together. <laughs> call me. Well, speaking of shiny, pretty things, Pangina, she is wearing uh, a very, very, very loud suit. She is clearly coming for Rue's gig. How did production allow her to show up the host? She looked fabulous with that leopard suit. Yeah, she looked was, really fucking good. I was just like, why would you wear a suit in this environment? I feel like that'd be so uncomfortable. Although it looked kind of like pajamas. It did, bit. it did. It lo- they were very pajama-like. Also layering and they keep the studio cold. Maybe it's like a warm thing. Yeah, a survival technique. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To outlive well, everyone. Back to Blue Shitster. She reminds her uh, a lot has happened last episode, like Michelle tells her that she hasn't shown up yet to Juju. And Juju says the best coffee is getting read by Michelle. Juju was worried as she has risen the bar so high for herself that she's struggling to get up there. So we're going to have some breaking news at the table. Mo says she knows she's been going by Monique Hart, but now has asked that she go by Mo. She says that she presents the female aesthetic. She wants to be known as a genderless entertainer as it opens it up for Mo. I think it was kind of cool to hear her discuss this on the show. Obviously, we all were a little perplexed when the cast announcement came out. We're like, how did we get here? Um, but yeah, I think she explained it really well. And welcome, Mo Hart. Love Mo Hart. Love I, Mo Hart. Again, I, when I said I was going to bring up All Stars 4, I thought she and Monet should have won. It should have been them in a double win. I've been a Mo Hart stand since season 10. She's in my top three for this season. And I think that she should be Lola in Kinky Boots at the Hollywood Bowl. Andrew and I are campaigning. Okay. Not to bring up a sore a sore spot for you, Marsha, but Kinky Boots at the Hollywood Bowl. (laughs) I was I was thinking I was talking about this with Kyle this morning about like who should be the the six angels, the Hollywood Bowl. It has to be Rue Girls. I was like Jan, Willem, 
Courtney Act? Question mark. Laganja. Laganja. Laganja Monet Exchange. Click girl. Courtney is sing. busy. Courtney is busy uh, down under. She is on uh, Dancing with the Stars All Stars. So she's she's busy. Oh my gosh. Yeah, she's 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 gonna win again. I think she's right. second. Needs yeah. to be Lola. That'd be Lola needs to be Lola. Well, then Juju's gonna say that they should call her Amber, and I don't think that one's gonna be sticking anytime soon. <laughs> Amber. That's a reference. Yeah, it's uh, All Stars Five. Yeah. Yeah. The alarm sounds, and let's just do the musical count. In the reveal of what the challenge is going to be, we basically heard in Ruth's speech uh, a reference to Annie, Cabaret, Rocky Horror, Wizard of Oz, Sound of Music, Mamma Mia, and we're going to hear more about those later. How do we feel about those shows in general? Which specifically? Annie, yay or nay? Nay. Yay. Cabaret. Oliver is better. Oliver is better. Cabaret, yay. Cabaret, yay. Rocky Horror. Yay, yay. Yeah, I, I haven't seen it enough to really have a, a, a feeling about it. Okay, that's fair. Um, Wizard of Oz. Yay. yay. Santa Music. Yeah. A soft yay. I love Mama Mia. and Hammerstein. Mamma Mia. Do we like Mamma Mia? Oh my God. A thousand thumbs up. The most enthusiastic for Mamma Mia. Well, we're going to talk more musicals later, but Rue arrives in my absolute favorite color, teal, the seahorse that can go. I don't need her. Mm -hmm. But Rue shares that in a world divided, the art of drag encourages us to set aside our differences and heal with love, laughter, and compassion. Rue proclaims that today is International Drag Literacy Day, a.k.a. the library is open. I was I was wondering if we were going to get this because usually in All Stars we get it episode one we didn't have it there but I guess they kind of needed to meet each other and we just like we just literally cut never it met from yeah. the regular seasons now I guess yeah that's true that's all right let's let's go through the reads Janie on blue feels like we got to keep the reading safe because it's very on brand for you it was fine I understood where she's going but she's been safe it's only been two episodes so yeah. I, I Any, sometimes find that reads that are very specific to the competition itself don't bode as well. Danny mm-hmm. mm-hmm. on love, I think you um, took the wrong stage door. They're filming Botched next door. <laughs> See, that's great. That's good. That's that great. Pangina on Bloom, you're such a horny little devil. When you took the A levels, you got an STD. <laughs> Pangina on Jimbo. Canadian, just like Celine Dion. That explains when you do the lip sync, you go down like the Titanic. Hilarious. Very good, very good. Jimbo on Rue. I really like your look today. You're really putting the whore in Seahorse. And Rue then says, now tell a joke. (laughs) I like that Rue is quick sometimes. Now I do Mm -hmm. wonder, is that a a producer feeding that line into her? Yeah, Rue is is quick. Rue is very quick. Jimbo on Pangina. The only thing wider than your back is Bagus ass, and that smells better. Mm-hmm. I've never noticed the wideness of her back before. Pangina's jacked. I've never noticed that. Go yeah, to her go Twitter. To her, go to her Twitter. Mm-hmm. Oh yes. I'll pull it up. I'll pull it up. I'll pull it up. Um, <laughs> listen, there will there there will be an OnlyFans by the end of the season. It's going to happen. And I will Jimbo, <laughs> Jimbo on Mo. You've been passed around more than a donation basket on Sunday. And gotten less change. I feel like I've heard that, that one before. I love that she brought it into her, her like, 
I don't know. She's a very close relationship with her religion. So I got that. She, yeah. I got that. She made it really personal. Mm-hmm. Back on Juju. It's quite ironic that you've been here four times because when you walked down the runway in that make it yourself dress, you had four back rolls. Yay. Oh, look. That it. one was fine. This is Tangina. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, yeah. I saw that, I think. Yeah. I wasn't blown away. <laughs> All right. Next, we have Bag on Jimbo. Do you know why you haven't won a lip sync? Because there isn't a ring to you're a winner, granddad. That was fun. That's good. That was good. Lemons was better. <gasps> Mo on Janie and Pangina. I would love to read you, but like most international pop stars, you didn't make it big in the States. Ouch. Um, what was what was the deal with the delivery? She was speaking in this kind of like oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah yeah I was like what is going on? All I know is I will continue to spread the gospel of steps, bring them to New York City. I think they need to come to New York, and everyone should be make them um, very popular in the states. We love British imports. All right, next up, Mo on blue, more like a dead funeral wreath. Crickets. Uh. Mo on Baga, more like Job of the Hype. We can tell you are the filler queen until we saw blue hydrangea. No. Juju no. on Pangina. So RuPaul was looking for the most beautiful, talented drag queen from Thailand. Was she busy? Easy, <laughs> simple. We've heard it before. Yeah, yeah. But good. Juju on Janie. You put the hoe in Holland. Now I hear that tulips are the biggest export. Is that what happened to yours? That killed me. That was yep. good. That was good. Juju on Baga. And of course, the people's love bag of chips. You walked into the room as Princess Di, but I just saw Princess Diarrhea. I thought it was good. Rue thought that was the funniest thing she's ever heard. And I was like, it's <laughs> funny for sure. Rue likes poop, apparently. We've had other poop jokes that Rue cracked up at. That's true. All right, Blue on Janie. If I wanted to read something Dutch, bitch, I would have watched your season. But lucky you're cute. When you go home next, my room's 228. See you there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, putting it out there. Blue on Juju, Juju be more like Juju has been. She's not wrong. And Juju finally, Ju- Blue on Jimbo, your tits are the biggest thing that's entered this workroom, apart from baggage cheap veneers. <laughs> Loved it. Well, Rue is glad to see they're fluent in the international language of throwing shade. The winner for the second time in her career is Juju B. She's not getting older. She's just getting shadier. Wiser. Oh, you're right. Wiser. <laughs> um, how, how are you both uh, when it comes to reads? I, I need a nice little sit to write them down. Uh-huh, yes. Uh-huh. Um, how, do you have, uh, w- would you be able to read each other? If, again, I can give me a nice little sit. I'll write them down. All right. Hey, Hanukkah. Do you know what Monica Lewinsky's mother is? I mean, what her what? name is? What? It's Marsha. Go to your is room. Is it really? Yeah. <laughs> that was my read. You're there grounded. You read yourself. So you read yourself. No, I grounded you because I'm Monica Lewinsky's mom. I guess I'm old. Maybe I am. That's, <laughs> that's good. What's wrong with ageist? Ageist. Yeah, a- there's nothing dox wrong me, with being dox old. Me, dox me. <laughs> Canceled. All right, what, it's did G- what did Gia say? She's like, dox this pussy, sweetie. It's my favorite. 
Well, we're going to step out of the shade and into the spotlight. This week, they will be starring in the lip sync musical reality show, West End Wendy's The Comeback. They will each play an iconic but faded West End star, which I was like, oh, no, do we need to know West End stars? But no, no, we're, we're just getting um, caricatures of characters. Uh, we have for Liza. <laughs> right. Whittle Orphan Fanny, a former drag child whose tomorrows don't look so bright. Tracy Fatberg, the former 60s dancing star with a teeny addiction to hairspray. Lolly Bowles with a Z, the irrepressible performer who's ready for another comeback mama. Mariah Gone Trappy, a nun with a dirty, dirty habit. Dr. Spank and Sputter, a born again virgin. Meryl Streep, the Hollywood megastar who can't say no. And Dodo the dog, a Kansas girl's former best friend who's ready to take her hidden talents over the rainbow. Now, which roles would you have picked? Meryl Streep. Yeah, it's got to be Meryl Streep. Quick, quick. No one longer besides Janie. But if you listen to it, that's the best one. Yeah. Also, getting getting to wear this like mock up um, <laughs> Donna costume, I would be living. I'd be like, this is my sign that I'm in the right place at the right time. I'm a huge Mamma Mia fan, so I would be, I would I would fight for that. It's a it's a good it was musical. written very well, just not yeah. performed very well. I was like, you could have done so much. Mm-hmm. You just could have done so much with this dog. Mm-hmm. Well, as the winner of the mini challenge, Juju will get to assign the roles. This is Juju's first musical, which is wild. Four seasons in, first time. Crazy. I, think so, yeah. I wonder. They, they didn't do an all stars. I wonder if they don't put one on an all-star season if they know that the queens won't excel at a rusical. Hmm. Perhaps. Hey, we didn't think anyone was, um, was going to excel at the sewing challenge they did last week. But then again, Ms. Cracker was great in the rusical, and so was Shay. So maybe not. Maybe I don't, I don't know why it wasn't on all-star five because they both respectively did yeah. very well. Oh, and uh, uh, Blair St. Clair. Oh, yeah, she did great, too. Just got here this morning. That's true. But they're going to be working with choreographer Johannes Radeby from Strictly Come Dancing. Um, Second UK season with the Strictly star. Um, I liked Oda Mabuse better, but she was more fun. (laughs) Girls are going to listen to the Ruskal. Blue loves musicals and wishes she can be up on stage. She just can't sing, but hasn't hasn't stopped some people who still go on stage and perform in musicals. Don't talk about Marsha that way. Oh, no. <laughs> There's your read. There's the read. Charlie Carmella would disagree. Drag me. Drag me. Um, let, you know what? Let's talk about musicals a little bit. What is your favorite musical and what is your dream role in drag? In drag? Uh, it's on the Kelly. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I watched Chicago the other day and Captain Zeta Jones doing I Cannot Do It Alone. One, I think it won her the Oscar and two, I was like, I need to do this. Mm-hmm. Gosh, I've never but thought about musical? that before. Never, I've never because I think because theater was so much a part of my life for such a long time, and it still is like here and there. Um, oh wait, no, just kidding. I saw it on Monday. Wicked, Glendon, Wicked, absolutely. That checks out. We, that checks out. We, we talked about that. That's 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 the one. I'd live honestly. I think it'd be amazing. Oh, there was another one too in the universe we'll make it happen mm, i don't know about that though though i think jada valenciaga would probably um come for you because she, she just did that at uh, monster what was it oh yeah that dress was incredible mm-hmm. i think it was gorgeous 
all right juju has decided that she's gonna let the other girls decide what roles they want it's the most fair first come first serve so baga speaks first and says she wants to be liza minnelli she's her idol mo wants dr spank or lolly bowles Janie wants Lally Bowles or Meryl Streep. Jimbo likes a lot of them, but really likes the dog. Blue relates on a spiritual level to Mariah Gone Trappy, who has a goody two-shoes who turns out to be a slut. And Pangina says Lally or Mariah. Bagley simply just, again, states Lolly. So everybody wants Lolly coming to the West End this summer. Um, would either but, of you like to do your uh, best Liza impersonation? I'll do Liza. You do it. I you do Liza it. every weekend. I sing as Liza. <laughs> I, I should be Lally. Bag, bag as Liza. I'm here for it. Well, since she's got oh, the no, power, that was, you... me as, that was me as Bag as Liza. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, yeah. Since she's got the power, Jujube decides to keep Lally for herself. Baga tries to insert herself into why she should be Lally as she does Liza on the stage. She's got the outfits and the wigs and the mannerisms. Remember her James Bond look? The bitch ain't lying. She can turn her Liza into anything she wants. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> well, Janie chimes in and says that she doesn't see her doing the dancing. It's jazz. And Baga thinks Janie wouldn't know Liza Minnelli if she sat in her face. And I think that's a lie. I think any homosexual would know Liza Minnelli if they sat in her face. She go, I just Let me just sit down really quick. I just I have to sit down really fast. That's good. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Thank you. Wow, I'm impressed. Slay. Slay. Baga Slay. keeps going on about how she sings as lies in her shows, and Mo and her bad accent is going to force Baga to give them a little Liza. And probably due to copyrights, no song comes out of her mouth, but she's going to give you a step or two. That's uh, bottom shelf, Liza. That's, that's, really that's well, well, Liza. I was like, if you really wanted that role, girl, you should just do it. I was like, just just stand up, do a little voice, do a little one-two step. Mm-hmm. Judy finally has made some decisions. She gives Blue the Mariah role. Fanny is for Pangina. Mo gets Dr. Meryl Streep goes to JJ. Then Blue says that Baca would be good at Hairspray. And she's like, no, I hate that role. Have you ever been in a show where you've hated a role? Could you imagine the writers of this musical watching this back? I would have been like so insulted. Yeah, it also wasn't poorly written. It was actually no. well written. Also, that being I said, back... I should be a writer on this show. So call me. I'm available. Uh, I'm ready. I I've personally um, so much prefer when when the rusicals are like a dedication to a pop artist. Mm-hmm. I think it's like, or, uh, or a number of pop artists. I think it's much easier to come off. I don't know, like like this. I don't know, it's Drag Race and whatever. This feels very, like, pokey to me. Like, if I was in this room and they announced that this is the musical, I'd be like, oh, okay. Sure. I find the musical is better. The musical, sorry. I find that the musical is better when it's, like, actually a musical and not just a bunch of vignettes. The best vignette one was the Halftime Show. That was the best they ever got it. I thought Madonna yeah. was fierce. Yeah, I, yeah, do, I, I like it when they're all there. Like, social media was great. Mm-hmm. Shade the musical was great. Yeah, yeah you're, you're right. It, it's interesting what is a musical on this show. Um, because, I mean, 
Yeah, I mean, the halftime show technically was a Rusical, but it wasn't a Rusical. Ah, it, it was weird. And then, like, you had the um, Hursary of the World going all the way back to All-Stars 2, which that I thought was, was great. great. See, that was, that was vignettes, amazing. That was vignettes done yeah. well, because it had everybody. Do you remember the Pharma Rusical? Right. <laughs> Welcome yeah, to was... Root Collapse. Literally, like, that, if you asked me to say anything besides what you just said, I couldn't name a single moment. Mm-hmm. I It's been blocked out of my brain. Yeah. Well, Baga doesn't like the dog either, but Jimbo wants it. So all the roles are divvied up. Baga is left with Tracy and she is not happy. Uh, she is left with the run to litter, as she says, with an eco-friendly save the world Tracy who she can't figure out how to make funny. Tracy Turnblad turn is a good character. There's fucking ways to make it yeah. funny. And it was written well. It wasn't one of those roles that was like written for someone to lose. Like you could have right. won with it if you really wanted to. Absolutely. Also, Baga seems to be a little, uh, uh, a little snooty on this season thus far. And listen, it could be the edit, but all I'm saying is that I'm not her biggest fan. Mm-hmm. This season, this season, this season. Lou's going to try to encourage Baga that she can camp anything up, but Baga is pissed. Everyone's roles were picked, and there's Baga, but Mo does remind her that she was so stuck on Lolly that she didn't give herself another option. Baga wishes Jujubee would have said she was going to take Lolly first, which really wouldn't have mattered because she didn't. She w- She should have said a second option. That's on her. But she is ready to play an eco-friendly vegan and eat a bacon sandwich while she does it. And I was like, that would have been funny. Hey, what, what happened? Hey, not that. Yeah. Well, Mo, Mo <laughs> thinks that the most famous woman in Britain is being a spoiled brat and she is not wrong. Baga is now going to whine to Jimbo and says it's going to take going to be shit. But if she had the different role, she would have been much, much better. She would have got given Liza on acid, which probably would have been a little better. Mm-hmm. Baga confides yeah. to Jimbo that they all boil her piss except for her and Blue. Jujubee talks to Blue and says she feels really terrible because Baga's angry. She asks Blue if this is how she is, and she says it's just hard to see Baga like this. Jujubee really doesn't see Baga being serious, but she was upset, and that's actually kind of funny to her. Jimbo is frustrated that Baga is letting this go to her head, and she hopes that she can pull it out in the show. Blue's going to tell Jujubee that one thing she knows about Baga is she gets over things quickly. And then we cut to Baga, who says she sees a different side of Juju, and she forgives, but she doesn't forget. She's put her in a bad situation, and that could send her home. Foreshadowing for the future? We'll see. Yeah, I just wish we were getting the bagger we saw on uh, uh, UK one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I feel like maybe it's my bias here, but she had the Vivian, and they were both kind of like mean girls, and they kind of fed off of each other. She doesn't really have that kind of person to feed off of this season, because um, like Blue is just happy go lucky and horny. And Bag is not going to do that. And Jimbo, um, they're both trying to be the weird one, and they're just butting heads that way. I just feel like Baga kind of is alone in a way in this cast. She is giving an an energy to me that she doesn't like care to be there. Yeah, it feels almost like she's like, oh God, I I wish I was somewhere else. Yeah, I mean, like at this point in time, she had been on other reality shows. Like she is, she is a pretty famous person when it comes to reality TV in Britain. At this mm-hmm. point. Yeah, so the ego is absolutely there. 
We're going to hit the main stage to see Johannes Radebe. Uh, he is from South Africa, and he is excited to be there with them. He's not going to waste any time and go through them one by one, and he's going to give ideas of what choreography should be. Not actual mm-hmm. moves, but ideas. Pedrana starts. She has done theater before. She has done dancing, but the musical is pressure with all eyes on her from all over the world. Joanna has her walk to the front of the stage in character, and this bitch clearly knows how to get into character. It was hilarious. Mm-hmm. I love her. Next, we have Bag as Tracy, and then we cut to the confessional where Bag reminds us that she hates this role. She hates this role. She hates this role. Johannes doesn't lie when he tells her that it's a very demanding part. He tries to give her 60s-inspired choreo, and Bagger returns the gift with hopping on one foot. That would be me. I, 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 I really need someone to teach me to dance. I, I don't need to dance, but I just want to learn. I want to do Fosse. That would be so fun. It's my dream. Baga is is feeling knackered. Johannes is worried about Baga and she's just not pulling through. Next, Juju. Johannes wants energy. And Pangina says she has to work really hard because everyone wanted this role. He tells her to give Liza moves and you can just see from the side of that stage Baga is throwing daggers. She's like, let me do it. I can do it better. Juju's going to flirt with Johannes and I'd ship that couple. They'd be cute. Me too. I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. Next, the slutty nun arrives and she says, where do you want her? Johannes does not respond with what I would have said as well on all fours. The part is perfect for Blue, uh, who gets grungy and naughty. Her legs are in the air. It's it, it, it's exactly what she wanted. This is... This is mm-hmm. re- remember that sweet Blue from season one? She was horrible in season one also. Yeah, she was also, yeah. But she was also like, she would say those things and then you'd be like, oh, she's so adorable. Now it's like, oh, you're actually a slut. I, we, we see it now. Dr. Spank and Sputter is up and Mo was really dancing in that jacket. Like she wore that whole outfit onto that main stage and said, I'm going to dance in this. Why? I don't understand. Like save it for something else. What if you need right. it? Lola, in- <laughs> I'm telling you. Well, Mo tells us that she has no tricks in the bag and asks the producers to uh, air her failed lip sync against the Vixen. So we get to see that season 10 moment. Cartwheel. She says that she has had time to practice. So she does the cartwheel and the split and Johannes is here for it. So he's like, yeah, let's put it in. Now we get Janie as Meryl, who is feeling good. Janie wanted to dance and she is not going to be dancing. As Johannes says, forget about the dancing. Think about the acting. Pangina is looking at Janie because she doesn't know if she can get rid of the dancing disciplines. And Johanna says it feels safe and she is feeling like she's holding back. Now she knows why no one wanted this shit. Wrong! You two both wanted it! Yeah. He's the best one. Clearly. Last she did a great job with it. True. Last but not least, we have Dodo as Jimbo is going to reveal that she has a neck issue, but she will work through it. Pangina, as the voice of all of us, says that she's that suddenly somehow she has a neck injury out of nowhere. She thinks it's performance anxiety. I mean, it happens. You it sleep happen. on your neck weird, and it's there for you know a day, half a day, whatever. You pop a couple Advil, it's fine. This is convenient timing, but who knows? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very convenient. Listen, when with 
that's how I was starting to feel a little bit with uh, Cornbread when uh, that announcement came out of nowhere. I was like, what? I don't recall is, it injury. Right? It's like, is, is this the new thing? Is this how you're like, okay, I'm not doing great. Let me, uh, I'm going to come back in a future season. I'm injured. Ow. Is that a new gameplay? Genius, though. A genius plan. They get three if, seasons out of it. Maybe it's four. True. It's true. But then if they catch on, then if they catch on. Yeah, so yeah. no faking injuries, people. Johan's going to work with Jimbo, and he's like, do we need to simplify it? Because it's already simple. He was not having Jimbo. He was not here for Jimbo's um, <laughs> attitude. But Jimbo's think, worried. Did, Jimbo's the kind yeah. of personality that, much like Megan Stalter, some people are going to get it, and some people just aren't. And people that, the girls that get it, get it. And the girls that don't, don't. It's I'm also obsessed fun. that you called her Megan Stalter that's her name it is her name I'm just obsessed Jimbo's worried she won't be able to give it her all Mo thinks of strategy throw it in the trash if she's wrong it is elimination day Bag is looking nervous as Janie says the one thing she learned as a drag performer is fake it till you make it like so many baby queens of New York City kidding kidding I'm not saying any names that's you guys drag like that <laughs> Baga was feeling much worse. They discussed how while she was moping, they were all discussing how their parts felt really fitting to them. So Mo wants to know what she learned from her experience. Well, Baga says she learned that Jimbo is a dog. And Jimbo says she needs to act like she doesn't care because the others are feeling upset with her. So remember Jimbo's neck from like a couple seconds ago. Well, it's feeling better. Uh, leave it to the villain of the season, Mo Hart, to ask for clarification that it wasn't strategy. Jimbo says that she was contemplating pretending if it still hurt so they would think that she was going to do badly, but that would make it worse so she is healed. Mo thinks it would have been a lovely chop. Um, so was it real? Was it fake? What? That was a weird conversation. It truly went right over my head. Right over my head. Without an answer, it feels like the whole thing was pointless. <laughs> right. Yeah. Have a doctor look strange. at her. Bring a th- physical therapist to feel around her neck. True. Well, it's not going to be any hokey pokey for Jimbo. Baggy is going to perform it, do her job. She's going to bring it to the runway and bring you Tracy Fatberg. Woohoo. So let's head to the runway and say hello to Rue in a dress that was actually quite sickening. I love the kind of. Yeah, she looked great. Velvet. I was here for it. Absolutely. We have Michelle Visage, Graham Norton. The former host of all the musical reality competition shows in the UK. Um, have either of you watched any of those? I have not. They're so good. They're so fun. I know. Um, I heard the Nancy one is iconic. It's it's all on YouTube. You can watch it. Um, we got some stars out of that one. We got Jesse Buckley and Samantha Barks. Yep. Oh my gosh. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. Yep. Oh, so we also have the sexiest brother of Bridgerton um, and the father of my future babies, Olivier Award winner Jonathan Bailey. Oh my God, he is so from cute. company. Yes, he won the, uh, the Olivier from company. From company. Um, yeah, oh, I've never seen Bridgerton. Oh I've my seen God, a couple episodes, but I, I didn't recognize him from that. I've seen like a chunk of Bridgerton. I didn't recognize him at all. Oh, it's, it's he's got the mutton company. chops in on uh, uh, British. Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, also, if you okay, love British that. TV like I do, um, he also is on uh, Broadchurch, which excellent crime drama with um, David Tennant and Olivia Coleman, who I think she's just great. Queen. She should be. She oh yeah, UK. 
All right, we're going to start off with the Roos goal, then move into the runway. So let's talk about West End Wendy's, the comeback. We have an intro of a pretty well-filmed backstage pre-show rituals, and then we get like the one-at-a-time showcase. Like we've already discussed, we have seen the the one um, queen by one queen rusical style before. Um, Mm -hmm. It's fine. I just wish they would have had them interacting a little more or something. I think that really was what was lacking overall. I agree. I think when I was watching it, I said to somebody that was watching it with me, I was like, I, I wish they were like doing things together. Like it felt weird. Because mm-hmm. like they way, wanted like, it to be an, an audition, but it didn't read as an audition. It, right. It read like a performance and generally in theater, there's ensembles. Right. So it, it felt like it should have. Famously. What? I said famously, there are ensembles in theater. Famously, there are ensembles in theater. Um, but yeah, I, it felt weird. It felt disjointed. I agree. All right, Pangina is up first as Whittle Orphan Fanny, and she took her character to the extreme. Uh, Fanny is an aging meth head with a bum knee. Uh, that was a look. I don't know what the stage directions told her she should do, but she said, I'm going to do my own thing, and you're going to love it. Nightmares. <laughs> nightmares, nightmares, nightmares. She's a, getting one nervous. Horrifying season, but... face. Horrifying. So her her song is a parody of Hard Knock Life, and her performance is quite silly, ridiculous, very camp. I love the eye drop moment to produce tears. Very, very funny. Um, very cute. Um, she's really good at lip syncing. Mm-hmm. She I'm gave telling you those words. Mm-hmm. I'm telling I'm saying winner. Next I uh, always, Yeah, go ahead. I was say I always wonder how much time they have to learn these things. Literally like um, a day. Because it's it's not easy to not at all. And like with as well as she does. I'm like, wow, you really like quick learner. Yeah. Next up is Bag is Tracy Fatberg, and she's doing a rendition of You Can't Stop the Beat. Uh performance, as Cheryl would say, mediocre. She does fine. It's not going to be remembered for something positive Baga has done on the show. She has done many things much better. This is this was a moment. It was bad. Why she's um, done many things. Yeah. 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 Hairspray just didn't. It didn't work. It, like it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't funny. Um, I will say the best part of the number was the writing uh, when she inhales the hairspray and says, "Divine, good writing, funny." I want more of that. I think she missed the joke. I think she didn't get it. I think so. Now we have Lally Bowles. Juju is serving you Liza, nose contour and all. Uh, She gives you Liza with a ZZZ. It's nothing to write home about. Um, She got the basic Liza-isms, but she didn't reinvent Liza in a way that she could have done it. She could have made it huge. The little Fosse breakdown could have been the best thing for her for years to come. We would have remembered it. But again, she didn't do anything with the choreo. She didn't do anything with the moment. It was written for her, like someone to go off. It could have been so good. Who would you have put, who would you have put in that part? Baga or Jimbo. (laughs) I feel like when you have, when you're, when you're paying homage to, a personality that is literally at like 1000% all the time. You need a person that's operating at like 1010% all the time. Yeah. So I think, like, I think Jimbo would have brought something like really like weird and like kind of twisted to it, mm-hmm. which could have been fun. 
Mm-hmm. Blue gives us Mariah Gontrappi. Um, she looks like Dela's little Julie Andrews sister. Uh, I thought the look was great. She made naughty Mariah Maria Von Trapp funny, but it was fairly mid-road safe performance, kind of expected. I thought it was good though. I thought the energy was yeah. up the entire time. She lip synced very well. Um, and like you were saying, like this is something she's very like this was like the character that they were like writing with her in mind they're like this is gonna be the blue one and she did very very well it was a confident solid performance Uh uh-huh um the banjo Uh, why why a banjo was it because of the writing is that what they what they needed i I think they maybe they didn't have access to that let's start from the very beginning what's it called the guitar the guitar the guitar they couldn't get a guitar. You don't. You don't think they could have gotten one. They got a banjo, yeah, not a, not a guitar. Know. I don't know. Hard to tell. Um, Hard to tell. Well, the, the, the display the of for it. the display of naughtiness that came out of blue got Jonathan Bailey all hot and bothered. He even whooped after her performance. He enjoyed it. Uh, listen, I would like to see it. Yeah. We have Mo doing a take on Sweet Transvestite in a pretty solid look. I would see her in a production of Rocky Horror. I would, I would pay for that. Yes, or a production of Kinky Boots and the Hollywood, Hollywood Bowl, stalling Mo yes. Hart as Lola. Okay, fine. Who cast the rest of it? Who, 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 who's el- who else is in it? Listen, I, I only got that far, but uh, listen. <laughs> Taylor Latterman's having her moment. Bring her back as a, as a what's her name, Lauren. Lauren, yeah. Yeah, I saw her do it. In what about musical. Charlie? She was great. Who's going to be the famous person playing Charlie? I Brendan saw... Urie. Oh my God, bring back Brendan Urie. Okay. Yeah, okay. let me be fierce. Also, I wait, saw Jake wait, Shears wait. Uh, do the part. Who, who, is, who is Spider-Man right now? Tom, oh my God, Tom, Tom Holland. Holland? Can he sing? Oh, that would be really good. I know I know. he was, famously, he was... Um, Billy Elliot when he was little. So if he could dance. Garfield. Can he Garfield. It's gonna be Andrew it. Garfield. It's gonna be Andrew Garfield. You just nailed it. That's what it's gonna be. Uh work. It's yeah. Andrew Garfield. Um, I don't know if he can sing it. I don't know. It's hard. It's hard. The music is really hard. Boom. Well, yeah, but that's I, in one time in a, in a studio. I think he can do it. I, I'm sure he'd be great. In a movie version, yeah. All right. Well, and the angels, angels. Uh, uh, I, I want Maganja. I'm thinking of the dancing girls. Uh, th- uh, again, uh, again, though, the music for the angels is so fucking high. It is literally like you're sitting on like G's and A's the whole show. So let them lip sync. Yeah, put in a sweetener track. Fine. <laughs> sweetener track. Sweetener track. <laughs> Honestly, three three singing angels, three dancing angels. I'll take it. There it is. That's great. There it is. That's great. Well, Mo gave you a strong performance, and then she was given costumes, and she could not handle them at all. It fucked up her cartwheel, and then she was done for that rest of that performance. I that know this is a Mr. quick Rogers cardigan. <laughs> right. I, kind of I know it's a quick turnaround, but um, she did she not have time to practice it? Did the did she have a wardrobe malfunction? Because she clearly did not get that Velcro on. Here's what I'm gonna say. Rue said she didn't want to see any fucking H&M. I saw it in that cardigan and that <laughs> skirt. They could have put in more money into those costumes. Yeah, dirty. Yep. They did her dirty. 
All right, Janie takes on Meryl, and for what should have been a throwaway part, she did very well, I think. Um, they mock Meryl via uh, mock Meryl via Mamma Mia. The look was great. Whoever saw this, perfection. The hands in the pockets. I was like, she had to have watched the movie the night before to get that. <laughs> right. Um, she looks good with a natural beat. I'm, I'm here for it. I thought she looked a little strange because there's some age makeup, I think, yeah. happening. Absolutely. But other than that, I, I think I, I would have, if they gave me access to that movie, I would have been like, writing things down. I would have, like you were saying, I would have done so much with this. She I would missing, have been like, The only thing I was missing was the Donna, the hands in front of face, the, that she does all movie long. Whatever also, she does I would, have, I would have incorporated the the bed um, second jump. I would have incorporated yeah. that somewhere. I would have just thrown it in. <laughs> so yeah. well, she was worried about the lack of dance, but she did push through with characterizations, um, worked for her advantage. And finally, it's the ultimate underdog story with Dodo playing by Jimbo. The role uh-huh. was going to be bland if you played it straight as a leading lady, kind of like Idina Menzel. If she camped it up, it could have been hilarious. She needed more dogerisms. Um, the look was something I hope I never have to see again. What what did she do? What was going on here? It's, I don't want to read a certain type of performer, but it was giving the musical theater girl who for lack of a pun or for a, a park and bark is what it is literally She's giving yeah. park and bark yeah um this this track to me felt like the the stevie nicks of the group but yeah I, I they were all like very literal characters of shows or literal people and this was like a very like kind of a stretch for this mm-hmm. I was like, it could have just been like Dorothy. It didn't have to be the dog. Like, it didn't really make any mm-hmm. sense. Like, yeah, in that I, I don't, I don't think this was the character that they needed. There, there are so many other characters they could have gone with. I don't know why they ended up with Toto. It wasn't funny. Like Unrelated. the leads of a bunch of musicals and then like the yeah. dog. I yeah. Didn't, why? 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 Uh, what? What's her name? Christine from Phantom could have been one of them. Yeah. Now, if Lemon were still here, what role would you want Lemon to have played? I would have wanted heavy choreo, and I wanted her to do, uh, 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 what's her name? Uh, 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 Annie. Like, really, like, dancey, dancey Annie. Sure. You know what I mean? Because she brought brought the little tap board, too. I was, like, expecting Uh her to be, like, like heavy Uh choreo on, on Annie. You know? They're all going to come together for the results. Tens of votes have been cast and no one wins due to lack of interest. It's canceled. Wah, wah. They all sing their own rendition of Gotta Get a Gimmick. And I wish they would have done a chorus line moment with the headshots, like at the end of it. That would have been cute. Um, but I don't think um, Gen Z would have got that. Sad. Too niche. Too niche. Overall, overall, it was a cool concept, but it was just very underwhelming as a theater queen myself like i expected so much more yeah if you're doing an ode to musicals it might need to be it wasn't as i'm gonna say it i was not as heavy-handed as it should have been absolutely i love the musicals i just think most of the time it's it's hit or miss yeah absolutely and this i think was just kind of a mess well 
It's runway time. We got category dot, dot, dot. In honor of the runway, we are going to play dot, 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 or not, not, not. Uh, great. First up, great. Jimbo. No designers listed. I love the Spaceballs reference and how she made it her own. For those mm-hmm. who don't know Spaceballs, the character is Dot. It's the same silhouette. And rest in peace, Joan. It was so, oh, it was so good. The look still has a very mod feel with the shape and the coat and the color. Very clean, very polished. Just nothing that we've seen from her so far. Um, I know she was going for a more, more robotic feel, but I didn't love the face color. Not my favorite. I like it. She kind of looked, looked ghostly. Hanukkah, what did you think? I liked it. I think it could have been a, a touch more silver, but I got it. Fair. It's not for it's not for me. Um, I again, well constructed garment. I don't I don't know the reference. I don't think I've seen Spaceballs in a very oh long God, time. Okay. Okay. You're coming over. Um, We're watching it. Amazing. Um, but so for me, well constructed garment, I wouldn't wear it. Fair. Michelle says Dodo didn't go anywhere. She walked and did some dog things. She was upset how long the basket was in her face as the reveal wasn't shocking. Graham knew Jimbo was in there and expected more. He felt Jimbo was lost. As far as a look, she committed to it and struck the pose as if she was in life art drawing class. Jonathan said it was a mixed bag and she was trapped in the characterization and the out. uh, um, Yeah. Rue said they wanted to see half her, half the choreo. You learn it, then throw it away. Yeah, try that on Broadway, Rue. That doesn't fly. Um, I like the look. Dot 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 for me. It's a dot 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 for me too. It's a dot dot not. <laughs> the audience ninety one percent dot 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 nine percent not not not. Next up, Juju B. No designers listed though. If you haven't seen her Instagram, that was funny what she did. Um, what she made it a, a Halloween costume, and I think oh, yes. like the the joke was something about four time uh, on. Ru- RuPaul's motor race or something. Very funny. Uh-huh. Well, as we joked earlier, B said that um, she did the fun club kid look before, but this is when she was vying for a $100,000 prize, and there's no prize here. It's very simple compared to the others. It could have been fine, but then she wore that hair, and then it all just didn't matter anymore. Ugh. The hair and the tights needed to live in the same color story, but instead they just clashed. She didn't even look comfortable whatsoever, and I know it's from the shoes, but that's on her. Marsha, help us. It was just all bad. I mean, I like the concept of the snakes. Um, there, there's a designer that that has done that in the past. I think it might be Chanel. They've they've made like snakes that go on top of the dresses. It's a cool effect, but not in the way that she did it. The wig was literally from Party City. It was so shiny. I couldn't believe it. I just didn't. It was just ugh, like, it's like the idea is there. It was just like executed so poorly. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Monica? I have no comment. <laughs> yeah. Well, you loved Michelle... it so much. Yeah, she loves it so much. Because you loved it so much. I'm, I'm speechless, truly. <laughs> Michelle says no, she listen, did she's playing the smart game. She's playing she's playing the smart game with her bank account. That's true. Watch her come out like next week with the most beautiful thing we've ever seen on Drag Race. And we're like, oh, I'd love. All right. Michelle said she did the choreography well and she was missing the moments. They wanted Liza and didn't get there. She says the look is cute, but it is inflatable snake stuck to a dress. Not enough for her on this platform. 
Graham said she performed it without injecting extra jokes in it. He says the tights are just wrong shade, but calls the shoes amazing. Jonathan says it wasn't entertaining as it could have been, but she looked incredible. He says it was candor and low ebb. He then says that she looks like she fell into the shallow end of a children's pool party, but it's a good vibe. He was savage to Juju. Good vibe. It could have been, Juju B, you wanted to give us Liza, but you gave us lies. Um, no. No. Tomato, tomato, tomato. Uh, Rue uh, says she looks adorable. It's club kid. It fits the brief, but she keeps getting the same critique. What's going on with Juju? Juju says she's afraid. She just has to say she's really sorry. Rue says she didn't take it to the Juju level and they have expectations that haven't quite been reached. It is a not, not, not. It's a not, not, not for me, babes. Audience, 18% dot, 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 82% not, not, not. Next up. How many people Blue. were in that 18%? Uh, good How job. many people? Um, a good and job. who are they? Yeah, I'll, I'll share that later. Dox um, them. Blue Hydrangea look by Christopher Hardcastle. Execution of this look was brilliant. I love the complimentary colors. And of course, she's a brilliant makeup artist. I just didn't get it. Why did she have her face in her arms? What was she selling? What was the story? You can't just do I shock like for the it. hell of it. Overall, though, it was a great look. Monica, you liked it? Loved it. It was giving me very, like, um, Commedia dell'arte clown mm. kind of a thing. Yeah. I love the I love the colors. I love how um, imaginative she can be. I there, there are just there are times where like you're saying like I wish the story was a little more clear and I think there are times she can edit. But she always she always looks like some kind of like avant-garde kind of splatter painting. Mm-hmm. And really? it's, 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 it's beautiful to look at. It's interesting, but it's, there's not really like a place for my eye to land. I didn't realize she had faces on her hands until like halfway through the runway. I was like, wait, what's that? Yeah. I'll give it a dot, dot, dot. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give it a love, love, love. The audience, 86% dot, dot, dot. 14% not, not, not. Next, we have Janie Jacquet, look by Armin van Zutphen, hair by Miss Vitamin, headpiece by Janie. I think she's got something there that could have been really retro and vintage. I love the colors she chose, very evocative of her Queen Bee look on Drag Race Holland. It's the hat. It needed more volume because it looked very arts and crafty. But we all love a power sleeve moment, Marsha. I think it was the hair. The hair, okay. I think because she was wearing like a human, just like, straight it didn't it wasn't straight it wasn't a beach wave it wasn't curled it was just like this like in between it was like she didn't have time to do anything to it and with when you have like a structured like kind of like almost businessy looking garment the hair has to be something needs to be happening or else it looks like oh i have like all of this like classy like polish and then my hair is just like oh, i forgot about it it needed like I would have, do, it needed to be like slicked. It needed to be like a bun. It needed to be something, and it wasn't anything. And that's where I was. I like, would have uh, lived for like a center part that like curled right here. Like, yeah, 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 something like that. Mm-hmm. I, 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 I well, it's boring. It was boring. Yeah. The hair was boring. Michelle really lo- enjoyed her Meryl Streep. She says the lyrics were hilarious, but she lip synced perfectly, and she gave just enough for them to laugh. 
Graham was really impressed as there is nothing inherently funny about Meryl Streep. She kept the slight among, captured the slight smugness and did it brilliantly. Graham says she looks gorgeous, but there was something from the waist down that went wrong. Jonathan says the character work was impeccable, including the hands in the pockets. He says she looks chic and sophisticated and wants to see a lower shoulder. Rue says she had a certain ease when she took the stage as she didn't see her working out the choreography and calls it effortless. Let's, let's go with a dot, dot, dot for me. Yeah, me too. It could be edited easily to be better. So, yes. Audience, 74% dot, 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 26% not, not, not. And now that I'm thinking about it, why did no one do dot from Sunday in the Park? That would be, that would be would the do. look. That would do, you notice, do you know what is so funny? When they said the category was dot, 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 the first thing I thought of was because of this challenge in Mamma Mia, when she's like reading the and journal dot, dot, and dot, 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 dot. I was like, this is like a Mamma Mia themed runway. Is that what's happening? Is that what's, ha- oh is that what's happening? And then I was like, oh, I'd no, be here for it. I would have loved a Mamma Mia runway. Grecian right, goddess. Next up, Mohart, Look by Thomas Hodgson. As a Disney lover, oh. I love that she's given you subtly realness. The colors are beautiful and she's turned it into a fabulous Disney bounding. The pants are great. The wrap is great. I just wish the course that didn't just sit on top of the pants the way they did because they felt like they lived in two separate worlds the structured part of the hair is magnificent i mm-hmm. wish the straight purple hair would have been combed through a bit more but overall this was cute hanukkah what'd you it's think great looks fucking great she has been turning it in looks all season mm-hmm. love her Actually, what'd you think love her i liked it i i did i liked it very much I, I don't I don't have a, a ton to say about it. I don't know why. I just I was like my brain said yes. That's fair. Michelle says she had fun with the role, but it could have gone further. She slipped the cartwheel and her face told them she loves the look and it's one of her favorite characters, but when she watches her stand there, she looks like she's shitting her pants. And I was like, that's a weird critique. Um, okay, yeah. Michelle. Rue says, when you slip and get frustrated, they see it all. Jonathan says he understands what it feels like to be frustrated, but she got back up and that takes balls. Graham says she looks sensational with the color palette and makeup. It's a dot, dot, dot. Yeah, it's a dot, dot, dot. I, I love, a, I love a, a cartoon reference. It's a 2319 for me. <gasps> ah, shut up. Get out of here. Leave your apartment right now. The audience, 76% dot, 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 24% not, not, not. Pangina Heels, look by Military Bangkok. She is a walking piece of art. Bow down to her greatness. I love how playful and simple this felt, yet it was so extravagant. The Chinese lantern-inspired headpiece, of course, shaded away to reveal her face, which was perfect. I mean, even her heels matched. I don't know if you noticed the heels. They were the same colors and everything. Would you I say her it. Pangina heels match? Uh-huh. Yeah, I would. Marcia, what did you think of Pangina heels? My only critique is that I wish she walked out with the lantern down and then put it up and left. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because then it just looks like a hood or something. And you're like, what is that? And then... Yeah. Well, what wow. is that? And they're like, whoa, you know what I mean? That's I, like, it's it's the effect of walking out and then opening the wings rather than yep. walking out with the wings already out and then closing them. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Mm. Hanukkah, would you wear it? Right. Yes, absolutely. 
Michelle says the minute she came out, it was the production from the character development and lip sync, and it was fun to watch. She owned it. She says she didn't lose herself in the look, and it was another strong night for her. <coughs> Excuse me. Graham says she kicked off the show brilliantly. He says the look is his favorite school science experiment, calling it fashion and fun. Jonathan notes that she was limping on the wrong leg, but it was ah. brilliant. He would wear the print and says she looks a little bit like she had an accident with a gumball machine. Rue says it was frightening as it was like looking in a mirror. <laughs> dot, dot, like, dot for me. There's a dot, dot, dot for me as well. Yes. Uh, again, I would agree. Pangina is my winner of this season since the cast was announced and maybe even before. The audience, 91% <laughs> dot, 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 9% not, not, not. And finally, bag of chips. No designers listed. It was a very British look. I appreciate how she is taking chances and doing something that might be a little out of her comfort zone. It's Churchill Downs realness, though she already did a Day at the Races category um, on her first season. The th I think the pink and white worked well together. What does not work is that thirsty-ass wig. I don't know what she was thinking. It was terrible, almost ruined the entire look. She needed like a nice little blonde structured something to complement the hat. Hanukkah, what was wrong? What what would she do? Uh, well, first you said Churchill Downs, which is famously in Kentucky and not the UK. Yeah. I know. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm, I'm aware. Okay, um, okay, okay. I was like, I'm uh, very aware. Uh, 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 <laughs> I don't know why, but that really sent me. Um, I, I, it's fine. Comparatively, <laughs> other looks on the stage, well constructed, yes. not as wowy. Did like the umbrella though, the parasol. Uh huh. Uh -huh. I don't. I don't recall the hair. It yeah, was like small, like pink, pink and like. I don't remember it. It might all. have even been like black rooted too. Oh God. Um. I, I, yeah. I mean, uh, the outfit. It's. I, I don't. Know, it feels expected. Like this is Fair. the kind of thing that I was like, oh, if Bag was gonna do uh, polka dots, what would it be? It feels like it would be that. So I I wish she did something else, but it's, it's good. It's it's well made. It's you know. Dot from Sunday in the Park would have eaten on that runway. I'm telling you. Sophie yeah. Sheridan from Mamma Mia would have eaten on that runway. <laughs> it's a dot 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 for me. I would say uh, a not not not. But also, do we think that this runway was inspired by Got Mix finale outfit? Um. When she no. did the dots. No, because I think this was filmed before the finale. This has been sitting in the can for about a year. This was filmed right after UK two because, the, and that's why there's no UK two um, on the cat. Or no, it was filmed. Yeah, so, something around or around that timeline, I believe. Um, or UK three, something. Yeah, I think it was airing. UK two was airing when this was filming. I'm not sure. The audience forty five percent dot 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 fifty five percent not 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 very much split here. Well, Ruth decided that Baga and Blue are safe, leaving Jimbo, Jujubee, Janie, Pangina, and Mo as the tops and bottoms. Do we agree? I think Blue should have been uh, recognized for her contributions to that musical. Okay. Okay. So do I. I think I think Blue should have been at the top. I thought again. I thought her energy was so consistent and strong throughout. Mm -hmm. And I, I, yeah, other people felt I don't know, like they weren't you know, putting as much effort into it. They must so be we, saving her for later. Absolutely. Well, we're going to learn that Janie and Pangina are the tops. Mo is safe. Jujubee and Jimbo are the, up for elimination. Was Mo 
number three bottom or number three top? That I don't know. I'm going to say that I don't number, know. Three, number three bottom. That's where I think, because I was exp- I was almost ready for Rue to be like, you're all at the bottom. I've been like, oh, this will be your shot to take out Mo Hart. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think it was, I'm glad she was safe because we, we want to see more, but the judges oh, are going to okay. have some afternoon tea. Janie and Pangina are feeling great. Rue Peter Badge's holders get their, are up for their second win. Janie feels on top of the world and feels she rose to the challenge. But Baga is feeling she had last in the pickings once again when it came to the characters. She is happy to be safe. She delivered the character, which she doesn't even remember her name. And Pangina is going to take the moment to address the elephant in the room, and that was Baga's tantrum. She says it brought the whole room down. Baga says that she wanted Juju's part, and Pangina reminds her that they have to do things that they don't want to do. I was like, oh, she, she Pangina's really giving it to her. She does not want any more of Baga's attitude. I feel like it's too early in the season to be throwing tantrums. Yeah, I would agree. Like, because I think about like Alaska's, and that was like right at the end. Like the stakes were so high, and like Baga was like, I don't know. She again, it doesn't feel like she wants to be there. Yeah, like, I, I don't know why. Also, you know, you would have brought me right back to it. Brought me right back to UK one when their mothers were there, or her mother yeah. was there. And everyone was like, why are you acting like this? This is weird. And she was just like, oh, sorry. I don't know. It's just her energy is so, so different. She's definitely that kind of person. If it's not something she wants to do, she's not giving you full 100%. That's not good. Nope. Mo tells her that she doesn't feel like she's showing and that she's on the full team. She's not a full team player, but to be fair, this is an all-stars one. We're not playing on teams anymore. Baga feels that it's everyone versus Baga, and they are all like, no, that's not what it is. They tell her it's not, and Janie tells her that they are all on the same team. They just want her to be a part of it. Baga admits that she's been a spoiled brat, and she has to stop overthinking. As this is happening, Jujubee is crying and felt like she thought she did pretty good. She chose the part because she knew it would be a challenge, and she missed the mark again. She knows the feeling as she's been in the bottom two, three weeks in a row in the past, but she's been able to lip sync her way out of it. This time she cannot. Now, how is Jimbo feeling? She's bummed. She mentions how Mama Ru said to ditch the choreo, but she's not going to ditch the choreo during a choreo challenge. And Jenny says, that's not what the judges says. It's a rusical, so you have to be able to take the choreography and make it look natural and put it into your personality that you're playing. Who's right there? Janie. Well, uh, actually, yeah. it's how they edit you, to be quite honest. That's fair. Based on what Jimbo is saying, it really does sound like she misunderstood the critique. I don't know if Jimbo has, like, a, any kind of theatrical history, but, like, in rehearsals, you're told that all the time. But, like, the meaning is, like, you learn it and you know it so well that you don't have to think about it. It's, like, what right. he was yes. trying to say, but... Jimbo was like, I'm not going to not do the choreography. So it right. feels to me like a genuine misunderstanding. And then it led to some conflict, which yeah, I'm sure too. the producer loved. Um, Jimbo said it was hard to play half Toto, half Dorothy, half Jimbo. And Jimbo just revealed she doesn't know how to do math. I also thought that. <laughs> <laughs> I also Thank said, nowhere did they say be half Dorothy, but go off. 
<laughs> right? In confessional, she says she shocked Mamaru didn't make her safe, knowing she overcame an injury and she tried her best. If that were the case, I think Cheryl Hole would still be there. Remember when she right. like sliced her finger open last week? Yeah. On the design challenge. Baga believes Jimbo should have been in the bottom two, but doesn't want her to go because she's her best friend. I was like, uh, are you really best friends? Are you show best friends? Like, what is this? You've known each other for a day. Well, it's time for the tops to take the bottoms to decide what decisions they're going to ultimately make. Pangina has Jimbo first, who just says that she had to combine, combine being a dog, being Dorothy, being beautiful, learning choreo, all while navigating a neck injury. So she has so much invested in it emotionally. Why does she keep bringing up the neck injury? I thought it was not real. Is it real? What's going on? I don't know. Because the neck injury was not present in the performance. Nope. I mean, she didn't really do much in the performance. She kind of just exactly. walked around. Yeah. And maybe was that because the neck injury? I don't know. I mean, we they know. Also, we know Jimbo is not the strongest dancer. Maybe that was her way of minimizing yeah. her choreography. And she's like, it's a neck a neck injury that you just like slept on weird is not anything that you can be called out. If it's a lie, it's a very smart lie because nobody can be like, that's not true because they're not right. in your neck. That's true. Pajana's like, just breathe, but she knows how badly Jimbo wants to be there. Jimbo knows that Juju is a legend, but states this is her second time in the bottom and wonders if she has given up. Jimbo will do whatever to be there. She offers her lunch. She offers the rest of her drink. She even offers her small umbrella. She will do anything. With Janie, Juju says she wished she could have hit all the marks the judges wanted. Janie asks her if she's lost her fight, and Juju says no. When she's in drag, she feels like she does feel like she's doing something right. Juju decides to Ooh. offer some strategy insight and reminds Janie that when Jimbo was in the top, she did choose to send Janie home over Lemon. Mm-hmm. Smart move. Janie is just worried that if she chooses Jimbo's lip sync, would it be the same nasty, shady game that Jimbo played? What do you think? Is that is it the same thing? Can you review what you said one more time? <laughs> That if she picked Jimbo's lipstick, it would be the same game that Jimbo was playing with Juju last week. I don't think so. Neither do I. Ugh. Again, but like again, like I don't think Jimbo did anything wrong. No. I don't. I don't. I think it's uh, foolish to be like you told me something that wasn't true. In sure. in this moment of, <laughs> you know, the future of someone's game, like you, I don't know. It just it feels silly to me. Well, the same like, girls. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was gonna say like yes for an for an audience. It is so it is much more fun to see strong competitors beat it out with each other. However, also not in the interest, like I was saying earlier, of the strong competitors just take out other strong competitors, so it's an easier game for them to win. Because isn't that? I mean, if that's the goal, then but why I think not stack the deck for yourself? Even though I'm not saying it's right, but no, yeah, yeah, I know. Like even. Even though you want to win, I feel like the prize in any of the franchises after taxes are taken out is not really that much money. So at the end of the day, you're going to have a career after this. You're going to have so much exposure. You're going to be making money from a bunch of different places. I want to see the best people there. 
And I think deep down inside, all of them know that they're going to be fine no matter what, even if they don't win. So they should just keep the best people. That's what I can say about that. (laughs) Mic drop. The safe girls feel for Jujubi as she's been in the bottom twice while Jimbo has been in the top twice. Mo just doesn't trust Jimbo as she has broken an alliance. Blue says it's hard as Jimbo made her bed, so does she have to lie in it? Now we have Famously, Jujubee. the expression is you do have to sleep in the bed you met, made. Not in that order, but that's what it means. I was yep. like, so maybe the expression got uh, a muddled. Lost in translation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jujubee tells Pangina that the fight is still in her. Pangina is frustrated that Jujubee is not in the game, and she's going to ask her why she should stay over Jimbo. She says she went above and beyond, and Pangina asks for clarification if she did better in the challenge. Jujubee says yes, she thinks so. With Jimbo, Janie wants to know what was happening with the lipsticks. Lipsticks. She wants to know what happened with Jujubee about having an alliance that went behind her back. Jimbo says that she didn't create an alliance, but in fact said the same thing she was going to say to her about if I save you, you will save me. And Janie's like, I didn't say that. Now... And I wasn't going to say that last week to Juju. Janie says, if you can't show the front, then you can't have their back. Jimbo is a bit disappointed being at the bottom and wants to be there so fucking badly. She hopes Janie will take the whole competition into consideration. Janie appreciates what Jimbo was selling, but she also sympathizes with Juju, who she saved last week and who she saw pushing a little farther. After their spot of tea, Rue's girls return. Tea time is over. Janie and Pangina both arrive with their neons on as they are ready to take on the 90s. The look, cute. I love that they both change. Obviously, Jimbo did not change um, when Jimbo was doing the lip syncs, but the song comes on and I screamed. They did not, but oh yes. Oh yes, they did. The song is We Like to Party by the Vanga Boys. Never would I ever have believed this would be a lip sync song on Drag Race. I loved it. Did you both like the song choice? Loved it. Cannot say the same. For me, this was very on top of an episode that I did not care for. Okay. Now, are were were you a child who watched television and saw Six Six Flags commercials? All the time with the Mr. Six dancing. Famously played by a woman. Played by a woman. Really? No, no. Yes. Prosthetics was the. Are are you sure? I'm like ninety-five percent sure. I think there was a thing with Mr. Six being a really hot guy. Maybe there's multiple. I'm looking it up. I don't remember. I don't have the inside scoop about these things. (laughs) But you just hate the song. I. Again, it just... Okay, so here's the thing. I did not love the Rusical. I thought it was one of the weaker Rusicals I've seen in my life. Um, uh, polka dots. Famously hard to, like, make look fashionable. Uh-huh. Then this song starts playing, and I'm like, what <laughs> are these people on right now? What am I watching? What is going on? And then the elimination is just... Well, back in the pre-COVID days, I am wrong. I am wrong. You are right. It's a hot guy. It's a really hot guy. I don't, we love I women don't in STEM. <laughs> women in STEM. Danny, 
uh, uh, Danny Thiessen. Well, back in pre-COVID days, uh, Nicole Noscopy, uh, who has left New York for Oregon, uh, she was hosting a nineties party. Uh, she was hosting a nineties party, and she asked me for some song ideas because she does not know nineties music whatsoever. And I was oh. like, "Nothing gets a nineties party going like the Vanga Boys." Like I still stand by that, and she performed it, and she, I think she still does. It's such a stupid song. Um, if and you both- haven't seen. If you haven't seen Tammy Brown do this number, uh-huh. Uh-huh. go it's on so YouTube good. right now and watch it. It is the best thing I've ever seen. It's so good. Um, I love Tammy yeah. Brown. I love Tammy Brown. Both these queens reminded us how stupid this song is. Um, I'm just going to say it right now. This song will be included in the Block Talk Drag Race 2022 awards as a nominee for Best Lip Sync of the Year. I think yeah. it was so good. Um, smile the entire time. Did I mean even the girls in the back were dancing along and singing along? It's addictive. But the way Baga was dancing, that's how I would do it. She barely <laughs> could move. She was like, yeah. so Love good. It. But yeah, uh, Hanukkah, you were doing Janie's dance of moves there. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen on Twitter, but it's reminding us all of the, the ladies, like, I am a dance instructor, or like, I'm going to be your dance instructor. Well, she says, I'm going to be a hip hop dance instructor. And she's just yeah, 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 yeah. That's really good. Oh my god. Uh Panjana lost something it. during the lip sync. What did she lose? Was it an earring? Something fell her off her head. <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> well, with a second gold Rue Peter badge, it's time to see what the leader is gonna do. Panjana wins. Uh, who's she gonna eliminate? So she prefaces her decision by saying that she is basing it on performance in the challenge and has decided to send Jimbo home. I don't know if Let's you saw on on her uh, Instagram, but I, I think it's fake because I then try to go on Wikipedia. But the Thai oh, right. Canadian relations Canadian, yeah. have suffered some more as Pangina has sent both Canadian queens home. Have you seen the video of Art from Drag Race Thailand being like, you can never go to Canada, girl? <laughs> I mean, it's true. It's true. I mean, so we're all in agreement was the wrong decision, right? Look, again, Lemon and Jimbo were the people I was most excited to see. I and agree. now I feel like I don't even want to watch the rest. But I will. No, I'm excited to see my top three of Pangina, Mohart, and Blue Hydrangea. Where? Where? Jimbo gets emotional as she says her goodbye. After composing herself, she leaves saying she wishes she was a little better as a dog. But her exit line is, I'll get you, Rue, and your little dog too. I'm talking about you, Michelle. Pretty good iconic ending. Really good. Great line. Really good. She's devastated being in the top twice. She's pissed. This meant everything, and she wishes she had more time. But let's talk about the burning questions. What is Jimbo's legacy? having the hottest mic in the room being hilarious great looks incorrectly eliminated put up another finger give me one more give me six give me six fell down so many times in one lip sync (laughs) the record for falling the most in lip sync all right yeah i thought that's that's very fair that's very fair um biggest tits they they are the biggest tits I, I feel like Jimbo, in a crazy way, like there are people who are still forever going to say gone too soon twice. That's not a bad legacy to have because it just gives the fandom 
more ammunition to want you back. Um, Gone too soon for coming in fourth is very right? funny to me. <laughs> it's it's crazy, but I, I think Jimbo is a incredible drag character. Phenomenal. Um, and that's what's so exciting is with these international seasons, you get to see all these kinds of talents mm-hmm. from all over who do different things. Drag is all over the world and it's all different. It reminds me of like Super Smash Brothers when you have like a million different characters from like your favorite games all together. I think it's so yeah. special. I think this season is like so cool. It's but it's I will like say, the, yeah, because it is UK versus the world, I wish the cast was like half UK, half everyone else. Because it doesn't really make any sense that it's like a third of them are from the UK. Right. Anyway. It just should yeah. have been international all stars. It just should yeah, have been should, international yeah. all stars. It's all marketing. It was all a marketing scheme, clearly. Um, it's international snatch game next week. Who are you excited to see? And who would you do as an international icon for snatch game? I would specifically do in this moment right now. I would lose because I would only say one thing walk in as Gal Gadot and go enough champagne to fill the Nile. Oh <laughs> all I would say. Or and I would also go Kalel, I need you to give me enough champagne to fill the Nile. And they tell me oh, But it'd be iconic. Um, I think I would do Aurora. She's a, a either Icelandic or Norwegian. I don't remember where she's from. Um, okay. But she's like, she's the in Frozen 2, she's the she does okay, that okay. voice got it and, um she is like the she's very bjorky she has like the wackiest personality okay. um but also shout out to Aurora. if you haven't listened to her music it's like really beautiful it's really really good um but yes it. she's very very funny she loves nature so i bring like twigs and things <laughs> that's what i would do, what I would do. i'm here for it twigs. You didn't I'm here say for branches. It. You didn't say flowers, bitch. You said twigs. Twigs. And no, yeah, yeah. That's what she likes. She likes. She's like. She's like. I like to get lost in the woods and then find my way home. Like that's like the kind of like shit she says in interviews. It's like amazing. Listen, she sounds like she should be in Eurovision. Um, that movie, brilliant. Oh my gosh, I love Eurovision. And yes, she should. I, I if Sequel. I were going to do an international character, I, I, I still stand by it. I would do Alan Carr. So much fun. So easy to do. Oh, Ridiculous. yeah. So fun. Um, I ask it every time, and I think we already know Hanukkah's answer, but after three <laughs> episodes, the winner of the season is... Are you, oh, you're talking to me? Yeah, yeah. Who's the winner of the season? Thailand's on Pangina Heels. Yeah. My I don't know. Don't you dare. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that feels like what's going to happen. But I think we should probably just bring Jimbo back. That's fair. And allow Jimbo to take her crown. I, I'm really curious to see what happens when Janie reveals her lipstick. Because I don't know who she would have picked. I'm curious. I would like to see it. And I feel like that's going to set the tone again. Mm-hmm. Um, are we going to get another uh, Naomi Smalls eliminating Manila moment? Like, what? I hope like, so. Oh could, my god, what, I hope so. What, what What happens if Pangina is in the bottom? Do you want her to go? Or is she too good Fuck to no. ever be in the bottom? 
I don't, I, to be honest, and I may jinx her, but I think she's too good. Yeah, I mean, I feel like. Or like, what can't she do? I feel like Vaga should be next to go just because she's not bringing it. Um, I still think Juju B would bring more at the end of it than Vaga would. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I feel like my winner, based on just being safe and very good at what she's been doing, and also based on kind of like the um, conversations through the edit that she's had, I wouldn't be shocked if Blue wins. I would scream. I'm telling you, Blue and Mo and Pangina are my top three. I Any of them could win. I love Blue. I really, really I love Blue Hydrangea. Just like, in t- because I love the visuals of a drag performer, I'm obsessed with Blue. Again, so much imagination. And I'm just, I'm always here for her. I, I really think this Snatch Game is going to determine a lot. This is going to be the agree. make or break of the season. Um, I mean, Mo has not done great when it comes to Snatch Game. Um, mm-hmm. Oh. She hopefully she will reclaim her time this time. Uh, mm-hmm. Janie, her snatch game, I just couldn't understand because again it was in Dutch, um, and the character she played was weird. Um, Juju B's done great. Mm-hmm. Blue, I have so fine. Baga slayed it. Who knows what? And Panjana's never done it, so who knows what's going to happen? Can you repeat a character on Snatch Game? I don't know. Because I feel like I would not be surprised if Baga did Margaret Thatcher again. I know there was I know there was consideration that uh, um, Pandora was going to do what's her face again, but they kind of advised her not to. Oh, really? Carol Channing. Um, Yeah. Cheryl Channing. Yeah, that's why she did it in um, the Super Bowl. Click, click, click. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. We'll see. I, I, I'm excited. I think, I hope Snatch Game is good to redeem the rest of the season. Otherwise, it's going to be it's going to be hard. We're going to have a long, long yeah. couple of weeks. Yeah. Also, I just have to say, we didn't talk about them. Uh, Lemons reads were absolutely incredible. Oh, iconic. I just have to say. It. Do, do, you, want, so do you have any that were your favorites? That first one. Baga, you call yourselves the prin- the the people's princess, and that makes sense because this is a car crash. Albeit <laughs> offensive, very. She clever. could not say that on the BBC, though. Yeah, she would you could not be- say it. <laughs> she would have gotten um, like removed by those those guys <laughs> that stand in front of fucking Palace. They would have just like run in the door and like picked her up. Would have come in and pulled her out by her wig. Yeah. Uh, what was well, the other one I like? Yeah, what, which, which other ones? Like, the one about Jimbo, it's like, my parents always said you should say something if you don't have anything nice to say, which is funny because you're their age. Love that one. Uh-huh. She's funny. She's always been good at reads. Or blue, blue, painfully white hydrangea. Uh-huh. That's really funny, too. That was also okay. good. Well, where can we find you both on social media, Venmo, and any projects you want to plug? You want to go first, girly? Sure, girly. Um, all my social media is Marsha X3 NYC. I have a new show at the Duplex on Wednesdays at 1030. Come out and see me if you didn't come last night. <laughs> Drag me. Oh, you had work. I understand. 
the lobsters and the actually, burgers needed you. They desperately need it. Don't out where I work. I need to leave. Uh, and you can find <laughs> me on Instagram and Venmo at Hanukkah Lewinsky with no repeat letters. Uh, it'll probably be in the description of the pod. And on Twitter, Hanukkah Lewinsk, because there's no, uh, there's a character limit. So there's no Y. And you can also find me at the duplex for duplex at the duplex every Monday night through the end of February. Wink. Uh, at 10.30. Amazing. Well, it is always a pleasure having you both on. Thanks for being here. Of course. The biggest thanks to Hanukkah and Marcia for coming on. Subscribe on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Play, Spotify, SoundCloud, or Stitcher, and leave us a review while you're there. And don't forget to visit buymeacoffee.com slash block talk to show support for the pod. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterthenow.com via our question link. Like, listen, love. Until next time, I'm Michael Block. And that was Block Talk. Mm-hmm.